When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show. The average Joe could step on the mound, the journeyman pitcher, and he could have the game of his life, and he could either throw a no-hitter or a perfect game. Like, look at the names that have etched themselves in history, and Domingo Herman is the latest. For one night in Oakland, everything that he touched turned to gold, and that's what baseball gives you. And not only that, I mean, think about Herman and the way that he was going last night, and think about how he was throwing the ball leading up to last night's start. His two previous starts, he was garbage. He'd given up 17 runs in his previous two start so if i would have said to you hey what are the chances that domingo herman throws a no hitter you probably would have said no shot this is the dan grasa show Uh... on 98.7 espn or if you win a contest on a local radio station that gives away prizes if you pick the new york pitcher that's going to throw no hitter you pick the other guy when you know that herman is going to be on the mound that night like Our poor contest winner did, and that's why they didn't win. Anyway, what can you do? By the way, what is the prize money for that? Do we know? Like, what's the the prize? $25,000. $25,000? Like, so if you hit the no-hitter, you get $25,000. Yes. And they were that close. And they were that close. Literally A or B. Mets or Yanks. National League, American League. And they went with the other guy. They would have been better off just not playing, just taking the I night off. I don't know who won. Here's what I would do. Just because I'm spiteful. If I was that person, I would send a letter to the Mets, address it, attention, Kodai Senga. Say, Mr. Senga, you don't know me. I'm so-and-so. I won a contest on 98.7 ESPN to pick the no-hitter. I chose you on the night that Domingo Herman threw a perfect game in Oakland. And because of you, I'm out $25,000. I would like you to reimburse me the twenty five k that I lost. That was funny, actually. Whoever. We'll protect their identity for anonymity purposes. You know, there's a lot of cuckoos out there. But I would probably do something along those lines. Because that's a tough... I mean, that's like... I don't know if they would invest their resources in it, but that's almost like 30 for 30 territory. Like, I would do a 30 for 30 on, on, on this person. Who picked Senga when Herman threw the perfect game? They were that close. You do a lot with twenty five thousand, a lot of things. Anyway, two hours down. We got one more to play with. Grasso show here. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the telephone number. A lot of baseball, a lot of basketball so far in the first two hours of said program. We began the show talking a little Knicks. In case you didn't hear the news, Josh Hart. Opted in for the $12.9 million on his player option. So what that means is that it gives the Knicks a little bit more flexibility to go out there and make some additions 
to the roster once free agency gets underway in a couple of days. And not only just free agency, of course, but you could go make a trade perhaps. And, you know, whatever payroll you're going to incur on your team, Josh Hart doing this gives you a little bit more flexibility to do so. Now, Knicks can sign him to a multi-year extension once August rolls around. And look, read between the lines, you kind of know that that was hammered out. So Josh Hart is going to be a Nick for years to come here. Four years, 80-plus million dollars. That is what they can sign him come August. You figure that is the direction they're going to go in, and it's a no-brainer because Josh Hart is super important to this team. He fits the team like a glove, both ends of the floor. I keep talking about the Josh Hart experience. That is something that is invaluable to this basketball team. And the Knicks are going to benefit having him, giving a boost to that second unit for years to come. But then the other component to this Knicks kind of story today was that James Harden is also opting in to his $35-plus million deal with the Philadelphia 76ers with the intent that he is going to be traded, that the Sixers and Harden, because remember, he's boys with Daryl Morey, the guy who runs basketball for Philadelphia, they're intent on sending him someplace where he wants to be because that's how it works in the NBA, right? You get sent to a place that you want to go. It's not just they just send you to a place that is actually going to help the franchise. Now they're buddy-buddy and they want to send the player someplace where he's going to be happy. But Woj reported that the Clippers and the Knicks of all people were the ones that have expressed interest initially in James Harden. That is a massive no thank you when it comes to the Knicks side of things. Move on. Hang up the phone. Don't even give it a second thought. To me, that makes absolutely no sense to bring in a guy like James Harden at this point in his career, where he's at, and really where this Knicks program is at. You know, they're not ready to win a championship this year. James Harden is not going to be the guy to push you over the top and make you any closer to that happening. It is not going to take place. You got a nice little team. You got some good players. Brunson's a star. Randall's a star. You hope that R.J. Barrett is going to blossom into another star caliber player. You know, that's why you locked him up long term. You thought he had this tremendous ceiling. Fans love him. James Harden is not the direction you want to go. So remember, tomorrow, 6 p.m. is when the quote-unquote tampering period begins with NBA free agency. Maybe we'll get some information here uh, in the next 48 hours as to a big move or two in the National Basketball Association, what the Knicks are going to do. You know, are they going to be able to reel in a guy like a Dante DiVincenzo, a winning player? And if that happens, I mean, the, the Knicks are basically running the Nova mob over there at Madison Square Garden between Brunson, between Josh Hart, and if they get DiVincenzo, I mean, all, all you need now is Jay Wright to come in and coach the damn team. Maybe, that, maybe that's how the dominoes are falling here. Right? Maybe eventually Jay Wright is going to get the itch to come back to coaching. You know, he was thinking about the NBA a couple of times over the years, but he never made the move. Maybe uh, it's going to be Madison Square Garden and the Knicks when he's got all his former Villanova Wildcats under one roof there. You never know. But um, DiVincenzo is a guy who would help this team with the outside shooting need that they so desperately, desperately have to improve here. And as I said, he's a winning player. You know, one in Villanova or at Villanova, Won a championship with the Milwaukee Bucks. Was part of Golden State last year. That's a winning program. Getting those guys onto this team is not a bad thing. So we'll see which direction that they go here over the next couple of days and weeks. Baseball side of things, Mets trail Milwaukee 3-2. to two. That is now in the bottom of the seventh inning. Stop me if you've heard that one before. Mets had a 2-0 lead but have given it up. Caratini with a two-run blast to tie the game off of Max Scherzer. And then uh, TJ McFarland 
one of the newbies in that Mets bullpen. He comes in out of the pen and gives up the go-ahead run. So now the Mets offense has to awaken or else they're in danger of losing uh, three out of four to a uh, Milwaukee Brewers team, which only has the worst offense in the National League. But turns out the Mets uh, might not be up to the task. Stop me if you've heard that one before. Yankees, they win again today, 10-4 to over the Oakland A's the night after they get the Domingo Herman history maker, the perfect game. Biggest takeaway last two nights for the Yanks, 21 runs, right? Bats were swinging red hot. You hope it carries over to the next series in St. Louis. I don't care how bad the Oakland A's are. They still count. It's Major League Baseball. You know, you're going to go into St. Louis and play a Cardinals team, which is dreadful, okay? They're getting dragged right now 9-0 by the Houston Astros at Bush Stadium, okay? They are ripe for the taking. If you're the Yankees, go in there and beat up on them. And that's the saving grace about this Yankee team and the big difference between the Yankees and the Mets. Mets are a mess. They haven't been able to right the ship. Yankees, even though they're missing their most valuable player, they're missing somebody we thought would be right up there as maybe like their second most important pitcher in Carlos Rodon, who hasn't thrown a pitch yet for them this season. The Yanks are still finding ways to win games. They're nine games over 500. They're trying to keep their head above water until Judge and Rodon return. And that's all you can ask for if you're a fan of this team. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Let us say hi to Artie in Brooklyn. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Art, good evening, my friend. How are you? Dan, where are you going? You said August. I got to wait till August to talk to you again, bud. I'm not going anywhere. I, I'll repeat it again, Okay. Over the next yeah. month, between vacation for me, vacation yeah. for other people on this station, I will be, yeah. when I am working, moving around in different slots. I'll be on in the morning. I'll be on in the afternoon. All I'm saying is our little show here at 7 o'clock, we're not going to be together again until at least August. That's all I'm saying. All right. I, I'm going to need an ESPN GPS to find you. But yes, you're not, you you're not getting away from Trust me. me. I'm, I'm going to be screaming and yelling. You're not. You're not getting away. I just want to give you that warning. The um, Now, I don't want to switch topics, but right. here's the thing. When the Mets keep losing, I get agita. Not because I'm a Mets fan, but because I'm a Jets fan. And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, expectations. And what would happen if the Jets had that same disaster that the Mets have this year? Oh. And it all started with the clay. You know one, one thing, thing, though, Dan, I got to say? Clark had an injury. Nobody talked about it, right? This guy Clark on, on safety. And, Clark, and yeah. Douglas jumped on it right away, and he replaced. He might not be as good, the guy at the safety on Green Bay, but he ended up getting something that our GM on the Mets never did. When we lost Diaz, never made a move. When we lost Correa, never made a move. And, and, and that's the fruition. That's the difference between the Yankees and the Mets. Okay, the Yankees have players that are, are filling in for the guys that they lost including the minor leagues. We bring up guys from the bullpen that stink up the joint and, and whatever. But the main topic for me now is Revis. I mean, listen, he was a great cornerback for us. I was there when he got hurt, never the same. And for him to, like, walk out on his contract and force the Jets to trade him because they weren't as good, they couldn't make the playoffs like they did in 09 and 010, was bad enough. We got Richardson. That's fine. He didn't even stay in Tampa. 
that guy played so bad that they he played himself out of Tampa and had the nerve to chase the ring with the Patriots. Okay. Then he had nerve to, like, come back here. Did he want to play safety? Did he want to play safety? Right? Even though he slowed down a little bit. Was never the same guy. Never. Okay? And now has the nerve to even have the slight to say something bad about, yes, our best defensive player. That's right. Our best defensive player is not Revis. It's Joe Klecko. And for him to go sit there like tweet, just like Strowman said about Keith Hernandez, they come from the same uh, apple tree or whatever the hell he wants. They better not put this dude in the ring of honor. Because honor is not part of Revis' thing. He is a me player, always been a me player. You could put him in the Hall of Fame wall. I'll be there with clap, but I'm not standing up for the Dare I say that? All right. Well, Artie, 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 he was already, and thank you for the call as always, Artie. He's already in the ring of honor. Remember, it was the Bears game last year. They was raining at MetLife Stadium. He's in. Remember, uh, Revis, Mangold, DeBrickashaw all went into the ring of honor last year. Look, I don't, and and what Artie's referring to is that I, I, I guess there's this back and forth now with Joe Klecko and Darrell Revis. And, you know, Revis made some comments that he considers himself the best defensive player in the history of the Jets. You know, initially he said, you know, him and Klecko, two of the best. And then somebody pressed him on it a little bit more. And for a juicy quote, he said, no, I'm the best. Well, I mean, we're going to lose sleep over this, right? Gonna, and, and, you know, joking around with the tweets with Nick Mangold. It was, it's a joke. I mean, nothing more, nothing less. I, 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 again, guys, if you're a Jet fan, this is what's going to rile you up. My goodness, the games haven't even started yet. Camp hasn't even started yet. The, 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 this should be nothing, nothing that agitates you. Whatever, you know? This is stuff that, let's face it, you know, when Joe Klecko was playing, all this stuff would be a non-story. You wouldn't even know about it. You know why? Because there was no social media. There was no internet. There was none of this stuff. So unless one of the writers got to you in the offseason, it wouldn't even be a story. As far as what he was saying, though, about the injuries and, and, and replacing talented players and so on and so forth, the only difference is, and look, you guys know I'm no fan of Epler, but the difference is between Edwin Diaz getting hurt when he did versus what happened, you know, with Chuck Clark or whatever. The Chuck Clark injury happened during the offseason, you know, where you were still three months away from training camp. You know, when Edwin Diaz got hurt, that would be the equivalent of, knock on wood, somebody on a football team getting hurt during camp. When you're only like a couple of weeks away from the start of the season, where at that point the options are kind of slim because you would figure that anybody worth something is probably already in a camp and on somebody's roster. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. More of your phone calls when we return, plus plus a former Nick who was maybe thought to maybe have a return to Madison Square Garden. He now ends up with a rival. Hear his comments of being introduced with his new team. That's next. Grasso Show, till the top, right here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to need an ESPN GPS to find you, but... This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Beginning the offseason here with the NBA that we were kind of floating around is, well, you know, he might be an interesting option for the Knicks. Was our old buddy Kristaps Porzingis, right? Washington is in teardown mode. And we were sitting there kicking around the pros and cons. Well, you know, is it really worth it? I had thought that, you know, the wound was still a little too fresh. But then you can look at it another way and say, well, you know, the people that ran the show when KP was here, they're all gone now. And it's kind of a clean slate. And, you know, maybe be on his best behavior, get one more deal or one more year left on that deal. You know, that he's going to be on, you know, trying to gut it out and, and put up some big numbers. So he could be someone that is still going to be able to earn and have a, a, a long, productive career in the NBA. Maybe he's matured a little bit here. Well, that came to a close when he was shipped over to the Boston Celtics last week. So earlier today, up in Boston, KP met the media, and he was asked how motivating is it to be viewed as maybe one of the missing pieces for a championship? The most like exciting feeling that you can get, you know, the idea of that. That's why, as, as I said, it just made it super easy, and it made my complete like favorite option that was to come here to Boston. That fire that I got from that idea just is gonna gas me up for the rest of the summer and 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 for my time being here. Mets just had bases loaded, one out, and Starling Marte grounds into an inning-ending double play, so they still trail the Brewers three-two. Stop me if you've heard that before. Uh, and lastly. KP is no doubt excited to be a Celtic. Very excited when I first heard the news, and it was a pretty easy decision for me. Not much else to say. Yeah, exactly as you said. The opportunity to play for a really good team already and to be able to add to that, hopefully to help these guys make their life even easier. And just, yeah, just being on a high-level organization like Boston, a historic franchise, iconic franchise, made it extremely easy for me to make that decision i think that he's gonna help them really and truthfully i i i think he's gonna make a difference on this team but i still though think that they're missing and they're going to miss marcus smart a lot marcus smart was one of those glue guys and he had his role and he had his edge and he was just like perfectly tailor-made to that team. Just like we talked about Josh Hart being like the right fit for the Knicks, that's what Marcus Smart was for the Boston Celtics. And you know what? Memphis is going to reap the rewards of having Marcus Smart on that team and in that locker room, especially once they get John Morant back. So that's going to be an X factor and a component that the Celtics are going to have to discover somehow because Smart was somebody who played that role perfectly. So Porzingis will help them offensively. Space the floor a little bit, open up some things for Jalen Brown and Tatum, but they're going to miss Marcus Smart. 
I, I, I just keep coming back to that one. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. And also, before we get back to the phones, did you see this other rumor? I think it was um, Chris Haynes who had it from Yahoo. Or no, is it Yahoo? I don't know. I, I, whatever. I think he was the one who had the report. I can't remember who he works for, regardless. But Kyrie Irving, among the meetings that he's going to take, he's going to go to Phoenix and meet with them at the Kickstarter free agency. Now, look, to me, that's more a juicy headline than anything else. It's to get people like me to talk about it. Because explain this. How are they going to be able to afford him? Right? First of all, let's not forget, they already made the trade for Bradley Beal. KD's there. Devin Booker's there. Aiton's still running it back with them. How, they're capped out. I mean, what is Kyrie going to play for? for? For minimum wage? Not like NBA minimum wage. I mean, like, work at the grocery store minimum wage. Like, how are they going to be able to afford him? They don't even have the mid-level that they can use to give him, even if he wants to be, you know, somebody of a good soldier and take less. So before we get into the why and what, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my. I'll tell you, I don't know if you guys, what your plans are for the summer. If you like going to the movies or if you like, you know, theater, whatever it is, and you like a good comedy, don't even venture out. Just watch the Mets on a nightly basis. It is literally the bad news bears. Somebody just bunted, essentially, a, a, a pop-up into foul territory, and Francisco Alvarez went back to try to catch it, and it bounced off his glove and hit the ground. I mean, this is stuff that, like, seven-year-olds, that seven-year-olds are pulling on Little League field someplace. Oh, my gosh. It is, like I said, I, I highly recommend the best comedy of the summer, the 2023 New York Mets. Two thumbs up, five stars, whatever you want to say. But, yeah, so forget about getting into... Well, KD, why, why would Kevin Durant even entertain the idea of going down this road with Kyrie Irving again after he sabotaged their time together in Brooklyn? We don't have to ask that question because it's never going to happen because Phoenix can't afford him. So another story for another time. Let's say hi to uh, Jack in traffic up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Jack, how are you? What's going on, fellas? Jack, what's the word? Listen, man, I don't understand what these Knicks are doing. I don't know why they're not pulling all the capital that they got and go out and get Paul George. Why did they lose this the series against the Heat? I'll ask you guys. Why did they? Because, well, number, I mean, a lot of reasons. Number one, the Heat because were better. Because they can't shoot the point shot. That was the main reason why they lost that series. How is mm -hmm. Max Struess and Caleb Martin lighting it up and looking like these real nice shooters for no no reason at all? Right. You go out and get a guy like Paul George, and he definitely win that series. Yeah, but what are you giving up to get Paul George? We got a boatload of picks, and when was the last time we hit on a draft pick? Obi Toppin, eight, eight overall pick, and the guy sits behind Julius Randle. Well, Basically, Jack, I get, I, Jack, I get that, and I thank you for the call. Here's the problem, though: it takes two to tango with a trade. You're the Clippers. You're not just going to sit there and say, "Okay, give us all of your draft choices." They're actually going to want warm human bodies in return as well. And you're going to have to to make the money match up because draft picks don't carry any salary. They're just, you know, intangible objects right now. They're draft choices. Look, you're trying to tell me Paul George is better than some of the guys that the Knicks had out on the floor in that series against the Heat? Yeah, I agree. But 
Paul George has some flaws as well. And, and the other thing about Paul George is, you know, how about we know guaranteed 100% that he's even going to be on the floor in some of these winner-take-all type games, right? Be nice to see him play more consistently also. He, he's far from a perfect type of an option that you would try to put on your ball club here, especially where he is in his career. I don't remember too many championships the Clippers have won since he's been there. Let's say hi to Steve in Brooklyn, who's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Stevie, how are you? Hello? Steve! It's D in Brooklyn. D in Brooklyn. How oh, you doing? Oh, D in Brooklyn. It said Steve. D, you know what? I, like, I apologize. Nothing personal. Okay. I would like to chime in on the fact of the Knicks situation. Mm-hmm. With all these free agents here, guys like Bradley Beal, even Dane, that he consider Brooklyn. A lot of your colleagues keep the, ignoring the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is people don't want to come play for Dolan. They don't want to play for Dolan. I know they got conflict of interest, Alan Hahn. Don LeGrecker is a great announcer, hockey, everything. But nobody wants to come and work for this man. And that's why we're now considering bums like Harden, who chokes in the, in the, in, in playoffs every time, no matter what situation he's in, because you're limited. And this goes for the NHL and NBA. And I would just like to say why we're ignoring the fact of that's why people don't want to play for the Knicks. Hello? D, I don't understand you. I mean, you're on a roll there, but I really don't understand your point. Why you say you don't understand me? Why is Brad, these people, why would Damian Lillard put Brooklyn and not the Knicks? Because, D, you realize they're under contract. It would have to be a trade. It's not like they're free agents and they're deliberately not choosing to sign with the Knicks. You realize that, right? It's been going off the years. The last big free agent we probably had was Amari Stoudemire or someone. What about Julius Randle? What about Julius Randle? Julius Randle came here mm-hmm. and it was like a last-ditch effort. He was the only person available but how did but that how did that work out though but how did it work out how did Jalen? how did Jalen brunson work out as a free agent d but you had to do what new york does but wait a sec Jalen brunson d d d all right d but why do you keep throwing cold water on every name that i throw at you did they win games last year did they make it to the second round did you expect a championship last year can i ask you a question yeah. Was Julius Randle your first choice? He wouldn't have been no. anybody's first choice. He's not. If, no, are you asking me if he's better than Kevin Durant? The answer is no. Is he better than Paul George? The answer is no. Is he better than LeBron James or, I mean, excuse me, Kawhi Leonard, the other guys who were available that summer? The answer is no. But guess what? Julius Randle turned into a pretty damn good player as a fifth or sixth choice, did he not? I agree 100%. And then the same reason why these players don't want to come, like you see Charles Oakley being carried out, Julius Randle's maligned every time things go wrong after giving you two all-NBA seasons in three. And then the first year, you went back to free agency, and all you come back to is Kemba Walker's Evan Fournier with tax space. Why is that? Can I touch on the Yankees? Well, first off, remember, the, 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 that was, those were horrible moves. At the time, I, I'll give you that one. No, I mean, unless you're the most optimistic Nick fan on the planet, nobody thought that those moves were I'm not a Nick work. fan. As long as Dolan's the owner, I'll never be a Nick fan. I was a Nick uh, fan since I was a child. Bernard King days when Sugar Ray Richardson was on the team. Ray Williams, Bill Cartwright was a mm-hmm. Nick. I've been a Nick fan. I've been a New York fan of everything. And the only 
um, organization I still follow is a team of winners, the Yankees. And I was a Yankee when the days of Greg Nettles, Bobby Mercer, Reggie, all of those guys, and Willie Randolph since I was a kid. And they, they play instinctive baseball, and they do things the right way. Now, only reason I, I want Aaron Boone fired, and I don't know why you guys can't touch on it, why would you start the American League home run champion batting first? All the pitcher has to do is concentrate on the seventh, eighth, and ninth hitters and put pressure on them and have his best stuff. And as long as they're not on the base, you can pitch around Aaron Judge. For me, I respect Aaron Boone and his father's family, and he had a good career, a good moment as a Yankee, but that is a bozo move. And you should be not a Yankee manager making an idiotic move like that. You realize, you realize, though, that – and thank you for the phone call, D. I mean, you're all over the place there, but whatever. I mean, the Yankees haven't won too much over the years They're either. They're going to come – hello? <laughs> you get your best player leading off because you get them more at bats. That's the psychology behind that one, right? Don't you think that the guy who's batting first is going to have more opportunities at the plate than anybody else subsequently in the batting order? That's why you bat him first. I don't think it's Aaron Boone's fault because you see guys doing this around Major League Baseball. Other teams, other managers are doing the same thing as well. Mike Trout's batted leadoff at times in his career. Get him as many bites of the apple as possible. 800-919-3776. That's the telephone number. Grasso Show, we roll till 10, right here on 9870 ESPN. Mr. Senga, you don't know me, and because of you, I'm out $25,000. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Remember, quick turnaround for yours truly. Up bright and early tomorrow, 6 a.m. in for the guys on DNR. So I'll talk to you in just a few hours. As a matter, as a matter of fact, when the show's over, I'm actually just going to Go right to the studio and just sit there. Just sit there and wait till 6 a.m. Until it's time to talk again. You know, beat the traffic, the whole nine yards, until we got to roll. I call him, you uh, know, Mr. Morality. That's Rick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's say hi to uh, Lonnie in Harlem, who is up next here on 9870 ESPN. Lonnie, good evening, sir. How the heck are you? Good evening, Dan, Julio, and 
sippy cup reusable Harvey. How's everything tonight? What is up? What is going on? Uh, what's going on, Dan? First of all, shout out to the company. How you doing, family? And, uh, you know, I'm getting this devil, you know, I'm listening, and I get this devastating news that you won't be here until August. I know you'll be on other platforms, blah, 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 but it's like, ugh. I don't know who's going to be in the 7 to 10, the, the, the seven to 10 slot, but I hope they can hold it down. Now, Dan, I distinctly really called because you said you were going to give us something every Thursday from now on. I understand you don't really, you might not have a lot of jokage material, but what happened to Sleekless in Serbia, man? Like, you know, I'm I'm waiting to get my kicks and giggles from that. And then, I, you know, I spoke to Joe, and he was like, you know, it has to be natural. And I know, I know it has to be natural. It's got to be you spontaneous. Know, you can't things like that. But, That's how the comedy yeah, works. It just so. has to flow organically. You know what oh, I say, Elon? I say, you know what? And I know you're going to be there anyway. You wake up early tomorrow. You pop on the old radio there at 6, and you never know what's going to come flying out tomorrow morning. I mean, that's the next opportunity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I know that. And I'll be locked in listening on my way out to the beach bash. Um, now, also, I also called it because, you know, this whole heart into the Knicks thing, I'm good on that. Like, I'm beyond good. Like, like Jose said earlier when he called, like, we, we you know, we don't need this man up in the strip clubs getting fat, eating wings, and they think, that, you know, think he's going to come to the garden and, 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 and possibly, hopefully, drop 50 for us and maybe pull a hamstring in, like, the fourth quarter or something like that. We don't need all of that. I don't think – me, personally, poor George, uh, I'm kind of on the fence like you. Like, like eh, maybe. To him, it's another thing, health. Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to give us 70 games at least, at least 65 at least? Is he going to be uh, in the playoffs? Like, is he going to be healthy for the playoffs? With him, it's just health to me. Other than that, if he's healthy, yeah, get him. Now, let's talk about the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Armand pitched a great, uh, nice little uh, perfection. Uh, that was great. And then uh, they started off pretty slow today. Luckily, they picked up. And, you know, like you said, 21 runs in a matter of two games against, you know, Oakland. It is Oakland. But I'm hoping that, you know, things are getting – like the bats are starting to come alive. They're playing a lot better defense. Hopefully, Gleyber Torres can uh, stick to doing that and not sell the ball somewhere. Um, but yeah, I just think hopefully, like I said, hopefully, you know, them beating up on the team that they should beat up on that first game. But leaving, uh, uh, what was it? I think they left five men on. Oh, they had chances to bring people in five times and they didn't do anything. That'll lose you the game right there. So hopefully, like, like I said, hopefully the bats are getting hot. We get Judge back. Hopefully. And uh, Stanton's starting to look good. Rizzo hopefully starts to look good. We got Beta back. So I just want to know, like, do you think, like, you know, now that we done, you know, beat up on the, uh, the athletics, do you think they, they they can start picking up a little bit? And, uh, you know, hopefully once Judge gets back, we, you know, we're playing better baseball until we lead into the to the break. And, uh, you know, we're playing good. So when well, the you, players roll around, we're, low, we're actually Lon, you doing gotta. And, You got to. Uh, and, and once again, Dan, I'm sorry about your meds. I the you know what I like uh, I said, and Lonnie don't apologize for anything I like I told you if if you want to have some comic relief this summer, just watch the Mets either go to the ballpark if you want to take the family out or just gather around the TV like you're sitting around watching your favorite family sitcom watch the Mets and if they understand baseball they will laugh themselves to sleep every night your 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 bellies see, will hurt laughing so hard. You see. Now you know what that's that's pretty funny. We're getting that from both ends. I've I've uh, uh, I've had a stomach ache watching the Yankees too, and not from laughing. 
And um, but like you know, for you as a Mets fan, it's just like, oh God, I don't know how. It's just it's dreadful watching him. And then I, you know, I was listening to the presser obviously with Steve Cohen, and I think he said a lot of things that you know that should make most Mets fans feel a lot like they you should feel better because the man said he wasn't gonna throw you know good money at bad pretty much. And you know, he wants to build the farm the farm system, and I think that's if y'all you know obviously that's the next step if things don't seem to turn around. And But I also want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. And I, this is, seems to be the thing with him. Do you think if the Mets, per se, do let go of Buck, do you think, like, you know, you guys are actually win a World Series? Because that kind of no, seems to no, be the not, trend with Buck. Lon, that's, no, that's, that's going to do it. And I thank you for the phone call, my friend. Um, he, he, here's the thing. This isn't... Look, does the manager bear some responsibility? Yes, of course. But is he the reason? No, it's the roster is horribly constructed. All right, they went all in. There was a team that won 101 games last year, petered out at the end of the season, right, ran out of gas right before the finish line, got caught by the Atlanta Braves, got bounced by the San Diego Padres, a team that has never won anything in the first round of the playoffs, with two future Hall of I, I, I refer to DeGrom as a Hall of Fame pitcher, but, you know, he may not even get in just because he doesn't pitch enough innings. But two great pitchers, supposedly. They came in here and beat them in three games, and they decided to essentially run it back with essentially the same group. And you realize that even in baseball or any of these sports, you can't just run it back, especially when you have an older roster like the Mets do. And you've seen the deterioration this year. Not having Diaz is a big uh, blow to this team. You know, Lugo went to San Diego. He wanted to be a starting pitcher. He took the money. That's a big loss from the Met bullpen. He was valuable for them in the pen. All right, they decided to let two starting pitchers walk out the door, and Bassett and Walker, only two guys who led them in innings pitched last year, and we talk about a Met rotation that can't go deep into games. Hmm, you want to put two and two together? You know, has Kodai Senga been worth the $75 million investment they had in him? I know everybody likes the ghost ball and all that other stuff, and... You know, if you want to lose the New York no-hitter contest, you pick Kodai Senga. Other than that, what good has he been? And Scherzer and Verlander look a year older. Plus, McNeil, who was a batting champion last year, is not going to be a batting champion this year. Marte, who was an all-star last year, ain't going to be an all-star this year. What's been right with this team? Nothing. Like, I was thinking about it. The Mets are going to be that team when they, when they announce the All-Stars next week. They're going to have, to have, they're going to have one All-Star. They're going to have the token All-Star team just, or, or the token All-Star pick, just like the Kansas City Royals need to, just like the Oakland A's have to. And who should be that Met? Who's, like, the most deserving Met this year? I mean, good luck picking one guy. And you know who it's going to be? It might not even be the guy who really is truly most deserving. It's going to be based upon, okay, this is where we have a need on the National League All-Star team. Because if you, if you say, let's say it's Pete Alonso, well, what if the National League already has like three or four first basemen that are on the team already? They might have to pivot and go to another position and say, oh, um, well, maybe we got to take somebody like David Robertson who hasn't been half bad out of the bullpen. It's, just, it, it, it's bad. It's, it's bad and... You know, this is an eye-opener, I think, even for Steve Cohen. You know, he's been the – think about this. He's been the owner now for three years. This is his third full year. And when this season is done, two of the three years are going to be major disappointments. Major. So how have things changed other than the Mets' payroll has gone up substantially? 
800-919-3776. Tino in Staten Island up next here on 98.7. Tino, how you been? Dan, how are you? How's everything, my brother? Good, Tino. What's going on, bud? Uh, Dan, just been messed up, man. I ruptured, ruptured my Achilles three weeks ago. and it's Get out of here. Oh, my God. I ruptured my Achilles on a cruise ship on vacation, dribbling a basketball, making a crossover move, pulling up for a jump shot, and I literally felt like somebody kicked me in the back of my ankle. I felt it snap. My son, I turned around. I thought somebody kicked the ball into me because they were playing soccer on the other end. And my son goes, he goes, Dad, nothing happened. You just fell on your own. And then I knew it right away. I ruptured my Achilles. Lo and behold, oh. I have a full bl- I have a full-blown torn Achilles tendon. I decided against doing surgery, Dan, so I've been rehabbing. I started rehabbing. I started doing my research. And the outcomes are pretty much the same of doing the surgery or not doing the surgery. So I go to see my doctor tomorrow. I'll be at a hospital special surgery tomorrow. I got a follow-up appointment. So, yeah, it's been rough, Dan. It's been rough. My summer's going to so be in the boot all summer. So let, yeah, me, so, so, so let me get this straight. You, you, you go on the Royal Caribbean cruise. You decide yep. to bring the Jordans for a little pickup basketball on the cruise. Yes. And you rupture yes. the Achilles. There you go. There you go. Second day on the ship. Not doing anything good. Just pulled up for a cross. Made a crossover. Pulled up for three. Hit the shot. And then I felt like a ton of bricks on the ground. But you're on, Tino, not for nothing. And look, I know everybody's different. But you're on vacation. You're on a cruise ship. Is Dan, doing, like, the you know physical, like, sports and stuff like that fall in line with vacation? I mean, you could play basketball being home and not having to spend all that money to Dan, go on a cruise ship. Dan, I've been married for 20 years. My wife keeps I'm turning 44 next month. 44 next month. My wife goes, stop thinking that you're 25 years old. You're not 25. But the problem with me, Dan, is I think I am. I, I have the energy of a 25-year-old. I feel like I run through a brick wall right now. That's how much energy I have. I mean, I still go to the gym. I just literally left the gym right now to talk to you because I haven't talked to you in forever. I'm still working out. I'm in a boot. Everybody looks at me like I'm crazy at the gym. How do you come to the gym in a boot? So, yeah, it's been tough, Dan. It's oh, been Tina. tough. I got to be in the city tomorrow, in there, 9 o'clock Hang in the morning. There. I'm trying. So, Dan, you know why I called you. I called you. Let's talk a little quickly about the Knicks. Dan, all these names that are out there, Harden, PG-13, I don't want none of them. Dan, the Knicks, what they need to do, very simple, run it back with the same roster, bring in a couple little pieces, maybe a Dante DiVincenzo or a Bruce Brown. The East is going to start getting weaker because Milwaukee's probably going to lose Middleton and Lopez. You look at Philly, they're going to lose Harden. You look at Miami, they're going to lose a couple of their core pieces and Matt Struess, they're gonna he's going to want to get paid. Kyle Lowry's not going to be in there more, veteran leadership. I, you, you, you can't know how Boston's going to be with losing their heart and soul and smart. So if you really look at the Knicks, I think they just, they're going to get better with their roster. Their guys are under control. IQ is under contract for only $2.4 million. Next year, he's restricted. So even if the, somebody else wants to sign him, we can match their salary. Grimes is under contract. We have all these guys under minimal contracts. I wouldn't want to go hunting for these veterans that are past their prime, wait, be patient, and I think the Knicks will be a top-three team next year, even with the roster, with the same roster. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Team, that's a little wishful thinking, and I thank you for the phone call, man. Get better. I'm, I'm glad, you know, things are as well as they can be with you with the, the boot and everything, but that's dangerous. You know, I just talked about with the Mets. For the most part, they decided to run it back. You're not guaranteed anything, but I do think that the patient approach is the way to go for them. 
You know, make a small move here and there. You want to go get a DiVincenzo, a shooter, fine by me. But I don't think they need to go big game hunting this offseason. Now is not the right time to do that because they're not a championship caliber team yet. Next summer, different story. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. Send it off to Gordon and Larry next. Grasso with you here on 98.7 ESPN. You want like um, Elvis Crespo? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. I think we accomplished a lot of things tonight. Checked some boxes, did what we had to do. And we'll do it all over again tomorrow morning. It's 6 a.m. That's right. It's early. But I'll be in for the guys tomorrow. Hanging out with Ray and everybody. You ever spend a night so. in jail or anything? <laughs> Have I well, spent? Yeah. No. No? No. No. No, I, when I go, I, when I visit to BC. I don't know. Hopefully I don't get put in jail so I can at least do the show tomorrow morning or else then there's really going to be a little bit of a pickle, as they say. So, yeah, um, like I said at the outset of the show, for the next month, we're not going to be able to hang out at this time, you and I, because we will be all over the place. Vacations mornings, afternoons, that's that's basically the extent of it here over the next few weeks. So, But don't worry, you know, I always let you know where we are. Everybody will let you know. But follow along uh, at Dan Grasa, G-R-A-C-A. You always know where we're going to be uh, on any given day. But, hey, man, almost July. Almost July. It is here, fast approaching. And with the way this baseball season is going, it's just get us to football already. Just, just, just get us to football. And the Mets right now uh, – have the tying and go-ahead runs on base in the ninth. They trail the Brewers 3-2 to two with one out. With Luis Guillorme up at the dish, we will see uh, what happens. And you know what? Maybe it'll be something monumental that we can react to tomorrow morning. I highly doubt it, but regardless. So that'll do it for us here tonight. Uh, Want to thank Harvey and Joe. They're outstanding as always. Want to thank you guys for uh, listening, for calling, for tweeting the whole nine yards. I'll talk to you again bright and early, 6 a.m. tomorrow. Right here on 98.7. Gordon and Larry are up next, everybody. They'll take you the rest of the night. Gras is saying, talk to you in a few hours here on 98.7 ESPN. People eating that stuff, they have the hallucinations that there's a freaking tiger in their kitchen talking to them. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.